But does that mean it is not true? No, it is true. So you call it forth because it is true. As you call it forth that here, as you declare your righteousness by faith, you see transformation taking place. Hello everyone, for we are the Reason Grace Generation. The Reason Christ Generation is all about Christ Jesus. It's all about His finished works. According to 1 Peter 2.9, it says, For we are God's chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that we may declare the praises of Him that has brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. That we may declare the praises of him that has brought us out of darkness into his marvelous light. Glory to God in the highest. And what is the vision of risen grace generation? The vision is to raise up a generation whose eyes will see Jesus, whose ear will hear him, and whose mouth will declare Jesus, oh, how he loves. I repeat, what is the vision? It's to raise up a generation of people whose eyes will see Jesus, whose ears will hear him only, in whose mouth we declare and say, Oh Jesus, how you love. Glory to God in the highest, for God is love. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Woo! It's good to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> glory, 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 glory. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello. So, yeah, let's just dive into God's word. Before we proceed, see, be expectant. Today is not just going to be any other day. Be expectant because the Spirit of God is present to speak to you, to touch you. Hey, be expectant. Have an expectation. Yes, don't go away now. A time spent with Jesus is, is something that honestly is worth it. A time spent with Jesus can give you the answer you seek. The answer will just come. A time spent with Jesus is not something that can be that you can't compare it to any other thing. So just sit and relax. One thing is needful, and that was what Jesus said. He said to sit and to eat of me, to feed, to hear me. And Mary did that. He did. So sit, relax. And listen to what Jesus is going to say to you. Be expectant. What would you want the Lord to do for you today? What would you want the Lord to do for you today? Lay the demand. He's going to touch you. Jesus is going to touch you. Jesus is going to touch you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your manifestation. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father. Holy Spirit, thank you for rising up to teach through me, to speak through me, because it's not about me. It's all about Jesus. Thank you for exalting Jesus. Thank you for exalting Jesus in this session. And thank you for touching people, for touching the hearts of your people today. 
There's a mighty manifestation of God's spirit. Thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Today, I will be speaking on the believer's realities. The new creation realities. The believer's realities. Ha! The believer's realities. Ha! The believer's realities. What is your reality? That's a question for you. What is your reality? I repeat. What is your reality? Is your reality based on what you've heard? What you've seen? What you are seeing? What you feel? What you sense? What others have told you? Is that your reality? Whose reports are you believing? Is it the report from the Lord or the report from yourself or the report from others? Whose report are you believing? Is it the report of the spoken and the written word or the report of what others have told you? Whose report are you currently believing? What is your reality? Does it align with what Jesus is saying or has said about you? Anything outside of faith becomes a limitation. I started teaching. Anything outside of faith is a limitation. I will explain. Turn with me to the book of Romans 1. Verse 16, it says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation. For everyone who believes. So what does that mean? It means that the power of God is the gospel. The power of God is the gospel. The gospel is the power of God. The gospel is the power of God. The gospel is the power of God unto your salvation. The gospel is the power of God. If you're looking for the power of God, go to the gospel. And what is the gospel? That your sins are forgiven and you've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I proceed. For the Jew first and also for the Greek. In 17 it says, For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. For in the gospel is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just, the righteous shall live by faith. Now, the righteousness we've both received is the righteousness that came from the Lord. It's a gift of righteousness. That's God himself. That the Father gave to us in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. It's a gift. And we receive this gift by faith. We, 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 came, we, we, we became alive by faith. And we continue living by faith. When you believed Jesus. And you received him into your heart. Life began. When you received Jesus by faith. And he came into your life. And you became one with him. Life began. That was by faith. You received the gift of righteousness. 
by faith. Life began by faith. You started living when you received Jesus as the gift of your righteousness. Why? Because your sins, past, present, and future have been forgiven. That was when you started living by faith. And so you, as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you are expected to continue living by faith. And what is this faith in context? By the faith that you've been made, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. By faith that you've been made, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. By faith that you've been made, you've been justified. By faith that you've been justified, despite how you feel, what you feel, what you see, by faith, you believe that no matter what you see, even though you wake up unclean, you've been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This is what you've been called to do as a believer. For the righteous shall live by faith. By the faith that, hey, I have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You've been called each day. You've been called each day to live, to live, to live, reminding yourself, declaring that, hey, by faith I have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Irrespective of how I feel, irrespective of what I'm saying, this is my reality. The righteousness by faith, this is my reality. See, as a righteous man, as a righteous person, that the Lord has justified you by faith. You know, you are in this flesh. Listen. You are in this flesh. And in this flesh lies no good thing. In this flesh lies pride. In this flesh lies depression. In this flesh lies everything that is contrary to what God is saying about you. In this flesh lies weakness. You can't depend on this flesh. If you if you look within yourself, if you have your eyes focused on yourself, you'll be depressed. It's enough to make you depressed. It's enough. There's really nothing there that you can boast of. In you, it's not righteousness. In you, you can't, you can't cut your righteousness. You can't try to be righteous by your... You can't because your performance, your own self-righteousness is like a filthy rag before God. It stinks. Now, which is why the Lord in Christ Jesus, when you are settled in, gave you, clothed with you with the gift of his righteousness. As a gift by faith, by faith, 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 with faith. For faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The evidence for you being righteous, it is real. In the spirit, you stand righteous, perfect in Christ Jesus. But right now, when you look at yourself, is that what is that what you're saying? No. But does that mean it is not true? No, it is true. So you call it forth because it is true. As you call it forth that hey, as you declare your righteousness by faith, you see transformation taking place. Now I say to you, what is your reality? See, you, as long as you are in this flesh, you will never wake up one day feeling perfect. You will never wake up one day feeling, oh, I got it all together. The Bible says even the righteous will fall seven times, but he will pick you up. You will fall as the righteous man. You will fall seven times. But he said, I here will pick you 
doing? Don't you see how God deals with you? Don't you see how the way God sees you? The way he carries you? You have to learn to see the way he sees. For God is not a man that he should lie. He's not a man that he should lie. You are righteous. Your sins are forgiven. Past, present and future. Even right now. If you've committed any sin right now. If you've fallen right now. If you've made any mistake right now. You stand forgiven before God right now. You stand forgiven right now before your father. You stand forgiven. Whether you feel it or not, it has nothing to do with your feeling. See, you've been declared righteous without any reason in you. So you have to declare, you have to receive that righteousness by faith without you holding on to anything, without you mapping it to what you've done. It is a gift. Do you have to deserve a gift? If today's my birthday and someone gives me a gift, because they love me and it's my birthday and it's not because I did something nice. Because it's it's a gift. It's my birthday. It's a gift. Take. Have this. That's the best way I can put it. So your father gave you the gift of righteousness through his son. Because he loved you and he gave his only son to die for you. It shows that you want something. Come on. Come on. This should be your reality. See, that is why it is faith. Because if... It is in the in the flesh. If everything had been made perfect, then you won't need faith. You will be, then we'll be called to live by what we see. Don't you get it? Then we'll be called to live by what we see. But because it is faith, we have now be called. You know, because so now, if it's if you if you've got it all together in the flesh, then we we'll need faith. But because in the flesh we've not got it all together. That is why you need faith to lay hold of what you are already, to lay hold of your reality in the spirit. Because in your spirit, you stand perfect. You stand forgiven. You stand righteous. That is who you are. Is this your reality? Because you will wake up feeling unclean. You will wake up feeling angry. You will wake up feeling sad. You will wake up if I do something stupid. That is what you see. But hey, in that... To know the truth test, if you really truly believe this. To know the truth test, if you are growing in that mistake, in that, in whatsoever it is, you rise up and say, hey, I am righteous. No, 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 no. This does not define me. This is not my reality. For I have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That is my reality. I'm righteous. This is my reality. I'm righteous. This is my reality. Righteousness by faith. This is my reality. This is my reality. So whether I'm, uh, whether it, I have it all together or not, whether I do this, it, this, 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 what I see does not define me. What I do does not define me. What I sense does not define me. It's just what only what my father has said. And he has said, Hey, you have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That is my identity. That has now become my reality. And as you continue declaring this truth, as you keep declaring this truth, this righteousness by faith, you will see the blessings. The blessings of righteousness will start manifesting in your life. You will see your life will start taking a new thorn. Your life will start transforming. Your life will start transforming. Glory to God in the higher. Thank you everyone. Yes, and uh, uh, um, this is going to be the end of the part one message. You'd have to join me same time next week. 
for the continuation. Glory to God in the highest. And before we leave, if you're out there and you don't know Jesus, hey, he came to die for you, you know, and he loves you. He didn't come for a select few. He came for you. And so just say this prayer with me. Father, dear Jesus, I come before you with my mouth. With my heart, I believe. With my mouth, I confess that you are Lord. Come and make my life your home. Come into my heart. I receive you. I know you died for me and now I stand forgiven. For in Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. If you said this prayer, congratulations and welcome home. Welcome. <laughs> congratulations. I celebrate you. And so for all others, for all other believers, hey, stay tuned. I love you. Bye.